Hi guys, <laughs> welcome back. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Can we start again? Sure. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Episode 9? <laughs> 10. Double digit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to Housemate Chats. My name's Oniela. And I'm Jemima. And here we talk about life in your 20s, navigating uni, friendship, and just some other random things. We post every second Tuesday, so put your feet up and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to our 10th episode. We're so excited that you've joined us today. We're in double digits now, which is super exciting. Yeah, so exciting. Um, today, we're going to be talking about being Indian in Australia. Um, me particularly, not Jemima, but um, yeah. Yeah, so um, we are going to discuss that. But first, we're going to get into a new little segment. Yes. Um, you would have noticed that we're trying some different segments out. So let us know what you like. Yeah. Um, today... It is moving day. It's moving day. So okay. moving day, basically, it's a segment where we talk about all things housemate. We're really yep. getting back to the roots of why we started this podcast yes. and um, how it got its name. Which, by the way, if you're new here or maybe you don't know us in real life, um, you might be confused about the name. Anila, why did we even call it this? Um, because once upon a time, just a few months ago, <laughs> we lived together. So we lived together for three years and we started this whilst we were living together and now we don't anymore, but it's still such a fun thing. Yeah. And essentially like we decided to start this also because we would just have mad chats on the living, like on the couch, yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. And like, I guess we value, we valued our opinion so highly. <laughs> <laughs> This and we is, wanted to put it on the internet this forever. This is really interesting. I'm sure everyone wants to hear about this. Yes. So there you have it. But it's just because we talked about so many different topics and we just always had something to say about them. So We're pretty chatty, Cathy. Yeah, we absolutely are. So moving day basically is where we talk about housemate things. And today we're talking pet peeves. Oh, no. So, O'Neilla, oh, what... No. Are some of your pet peeves when it comes to housemates specifically me <laughs> I'm not gonna call out anyone else but specifically Just me. you um well Jemima before you get onto the chopping block I just want to say that you are such a great housemate um this is called an Oreo yeah thing isn't it's it a, where it's you say something sandwich. nice and then yes you hit me with the you suck and, and then, then I'll say something nice again okay so, you're a great housemate, but... I like big buttons on that <laughs> Every Saturday, I would wake up and I would just be like, okay, I'm going to do my laundry today. You know, the laundry pile in my room has been built up over the last week and it is sometimes overflowing. And I come outside and what do I hear? I hear our washing machine... Our singular washing machine, completely full. And... I work it to the bone, don't I? I go outside and I see that there's already a full line of washing. 
as in a couple of lines. So, I mean... So basically your beef with me is that I'm too efficient with my laundry. Yes, that is my beef with you. Know, you know, the truth is that I, I sometimes did sense it. Did you? Well, there was one day that... <laughs> there was one... We're getting serious now. Oh, no. There was one day that you said something about, like, maybe we should have, like, an allocated day where we, like, do washing or something. And then I was like, yeah, that could work. And then it... And then it just didn't. And that was... Yeah. yeah. So I did, I did sense some hostility. Hostility! <laughs> Oh, um, okay. In in paradise there. <laughs> um, you know what? I forgive you for being mad at me for that. I wasn't asking for forgiveness. <laughs> so I first fight on air. Yeah, I know. On air right <laughs> no, now. No, no, but seriously, um, my pet peeve with you... Um, when? <laughs> just last year. <laughs> no, I mean, when did I ask? <laughs> Okay, go on, go on. So, I'm ready. I actually did have to think about this because I felt like everything I thought of was like things that only happened once or twice. So mm. it's not really like a reoccurring thing. <laughs> so I found new ways to annoy you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're doing a sandwich then, are we? So I'll say this, that over the three years that we lived together... You improved drastically. <laughs> yeah, I did. And um, you became a clean person. I did, didn't so I? So that was really lovely to see. <laughs> um, probably my pet peeve is that we had a designated key bowl. And yes. you were in the habit of still leaving your keys on the dining room table, on the kitchen yeah, bench, on the stovetop, on, on the brekkie bar. Yeah. Um, and the key bar was pretty. It was. And I will give it, it that. was pop. It was functional. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to speak for a second. Okay, it was pop. Just a second. It was functional and it was beautiful. So. That's the tea. That is the tea. On moving in day. Um, moving day? Moving in day. Moving in day. My bad. Moving day. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> Just something day. Moving day. It's day. So. So. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. You're welcome. Um, Things feel a bit heavy now. I feel like we should lighten the mood with something. We should have an ad break. Going to the ad break. <laughs> episode is proudly sponsored by Yeti Microphones. We have it in the beautiful red color and it is provided by our wonderful friend Samuel Razzagazzle underscore. Go follow him on Instagram. Okay, ad break over. Back to the show. Back to the show. Welcome back. So today we are talking about, we are getting into the nitty gritty of a, I guess, cross-cultural life and upbringing so do you want to start by well firstly I want to say just thank you for your vulnerability oh this is like really interesting topic um so thanks for that do you want to start by telling me slash the audience about your upbringing and your background um yeah so I was born in Sydney um, so I've been in Australia my whole life, 
but my parents were um, born and brought up in India so they came over um, whereabouts in India so my dad's from a place called Chennai and Mm -hmm. my mum's from Bangalore it's both in South India Um, yeah so before I was born when my parents got married my dad came over to Australia sussed it out got a job um kind of settled down and then brought my mum came over and then yeah so after they were already settled here that's when I was born so um yeah I thought it was a pretty unique experience and so what is it that brought them to Australia in the first place oh um I think that there's a just um mentality in India that if you want to be successful that you go to a foreign country um you go to the UK you go to Canada to America to Australia um yeah so uh, I'm not sure why my dad picked Australia to be honest because my his um siblings are in America but yeah were his siblings already in America when he moved to Australia yes okay yes they were so then what was it like for you growing up knowing you're Indian but you're living in Australia you're Australian like how what was that like and how did you identify yourself as a as a young person well I think that the well I was brought up to say I'm Indian you know because people would ask me where are you from and I would say India um but now yeah so I guess as a child I didn't really identify as an Australian I identified as an Indian um especially because I didn't start speaking English until I started going to school so I don't actually remember but my parents had a strict rule that if you're at home you're speaking Tamil and so that's all I was allowed to speak and so that's my first language that I learned and then when I went to school I had a language barrier and it was a bit hard to um, communicate with my friends and you know teachers and all that kind of thing so did you find that scary I don't remember too much um I guess the difference is that lots of families who have migrated over um maybe the parents don't speak English themselves and so maybe it's a little bit diffi- more difficult for the child to kind of learn both languages. Um, at, but I don't think that I was completely unexposed to English. My parents were both very fluent in English and in um, in Tamil. So, But they spoke Tamil at home? At home, yeah. So <clears throat> if people tried to talk to me before I went to school in English, like my mum would just tell me what they're trying okay. to say. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, I did find it to be scary but I don't remember it being scary because of the language barrier more so um it was scary because I just knew I looked different um I don't remember the place that I was living in in Sydney I don't remember it being very culturally diverse back then um and so I just kind of thought well I'm just the odd one out that's like not not to sound um like I'm feeling sorry for myself but that's just that's just what I had um yeah just thought yeah so do you remember like did you always feel like you looked different or was there like a a few moments that you sort of realized like what how was that self-awareness sort of made um 
I think that, you know, like kids are just pretty honest about how they feel and and stuff. So there were some comments that um, people would make um, as a child. Like some of the earliest was, you know, like there was a kid who said, like, I don't like um, people of your skin colour or things like that, you know, just, yeah. And I just kind of thought like, oh, you're a bit of a douche, aren't you? (laughs) I didn't really, yeah, but I... I do remember just feeling like, oh, I, I probably just stick out a bit more. Um, and I think, like, I was very aware that families operated differently to how my family did. Um, like, for example, my parents didn't understand the idea of a bathrobe. So they just thought it's it's a jumper, right? So I would get sent to school sometimes with a bathrobe on. Aww. Because... Like, and I was, this is very, when and I was very young. you wouldn't have thought about it either. No, because yeah. we didn't know. And so, like, things like that, I think, um, more subtle things that aren't so subtle if if you do know. Yeah. Um, yeah, things like that, I think, are more. Yeah. And so, just looking back to the language there, so you would have picked up English pretty quickly because you were young. and Yeah. Yeah, I did. So, that was good. And... I just think it's awesome that you're now like bilingual and like studying English and yeah (laughs) yeah it's kind of ironic isn't it um but yeah so I feel pretty blessed to be able to speak more than one language yeah 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 cool so then how did that experience translate when you got to high school and you became a teenager I guess like naturally as a teenager it's pretty um, common to be very aware of yourself, how mm. you stand out in a crowd and insecurity can creep in really quickly. What was that like with that, I guess, extra um, layer of sticking out? Yeah, well, I guess in high school, I became more aware of the the positives and the negatives, I guess, of um, being from a different culture, um, negatives as in, like, experienced negatives. Yeah. Could you touch base on, like, what you mean by that? Like, well, I guess, like, I was very aware that because my, um, family and, I, I don't want to generalize and say all Indians, but definitely lots of the Indians that my parents surrounded themselves with, um, they valued, you know, education, getting good grades, like, things like that. And I think <clears throat> I saw that as a privilege. Like, it is, it's a privilege that my parents were both educated and so, like, that was a value that was communicated to me. Um, the negative side of it, however, is that there's just this real mob mentality within Indian communities that, um, like, if the community wouldn't be okay with you doing it, don't do it. You know, like, always kind of filter... Um, your choices with what will people think like what we this person say um, is this similar or is this better or um, worse than what this other person's son mm-hmm. or daughter is doing so I know that's not that's not um, exclusive to Indian communities but um, that's just my experience so I did kind of like notice that people who grew up in Australia and who identified as Australians they um, and like who had parents who had also identified as Australians they kind of had this um like individuality about them 
like they just made their own choices, like their parents weren't really concerned about what they studied or, um, you know, who they dated, like things like that. And I don't want to be general, that's not um, everyone, but I think just the vast majority of people that I would speak to. So I kind of, yeah, I guess high school, like during the process of being in high school, I kind of, I saw that as a disadvantage. Like my parents care so much about this and they don't let me date and <laughs> like all this stuff. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so I guess that kind of made my high school experience feel like, oh, I just want to be like everyone else or mm. um, yeah, I wish my parents let me do that. Yeah, that kind of thing. And was there lots of Indians at your high school? Um, there was a few. Yeah. What was the, I guess, did you feel that mob mentality with them? Or did you, like, want to associate with them? What was that like? Um, I think it's it's difficult to say because there were different groups. And my school was pretty, like, um, dispersed, like, scattered. But I... I think that there was just this understanding that if you're Indian, you just know what it's like. Like, you know what your parents will say. You know what the overall, like, um, like you know each other's cultural assumptions. Like, you know what it's like at home. So it, it felt good to have um, other Indians at my school. Um, and even if they weren't from India, if they were from Fiji, um, just like if there was like a language similarity things like that Mm. I think kind of helped us yeah um yeah so it it did kind of create a really lovely community and yeah yeah that's cool so then into adulthood uni um how has your I guess relationship with your culture evolved and changed I think that I have been able to reflect and I just it's the little things you know like I grew up just like thinking oh I hate Indian food I just eat that every single night and now when I go to cook something the first thing I think of is let's make something Indian yeah it's who like it just feels so much more part of who I am because I've been able to consolidate um yeah, like, I don't have to pick one. I don't have to be completely Australian. I don't have to be completely Indian. Um, I think I've had a pretty cool opportunity to um, pick what's good from both, if that makes mm. sense. Um, I really love how Indian cultures... The Indian culture is very community, family-oriented. Um, and how... Yeah, just, like, just there is a loyalty to family that I think that I feel that I know that lots of other people who are from India feel um that I just feel really proud of um not that yeah other people aren't loyal to their families but it's just because of like just it's ingrained in the culture yeah um yeah so I really I've loved that and I think just also because there's been more conversation about it as well it's just when I was growing up, it was either you're you're Indian or you're Australian, or you're Indian but you're born in Australia. That doesn't make you Australian; it just makes you Indian. He was born yeah. in Australia. Um, but now, just because there's more um, conversation about it, there's just like I'm able to put a label to it, you know, and that kind of helps um, because it just shows you that like you're not the only person who is experiencing this like kind of like culture 
clash between you know like your friends and your parents and yeah all this stuff um so have you ever felt disadvantaged or treated poorly or like looked at differently because you're indian um yeah i think that it's different throughout your life and but it was it's like the little things you know um at school i wasn't really disadvantaged in in the sense of like i wasn't no opportunities were taken away from me and i know that that can't be said for everyone so i feel really grateful for that um but you know it's like people will make assumptions about what you're good at based on what you look at look like you know um so i'm not sure if i would call that a disadvantage but but it doesn't necessarily feel nice to have assumptions made about you yeah and if someone is going to assume something even if it is kind or a quality that's looked at positively Mm. I guess it feels like it's almost even if you've earned it it's being taken away from you because it's assumed yeah like it loses it's like you know the grit and the hard work that goes into your academics for example exactly if someone's just assuming that you're intelligent because you're Indian yeah then it discounts your hard work yeah I think so too um so I guess in that way you can say disadvantage but like I think just over the course of my life like we are both like generations where there's just been so much change in the way that we speak about different cultures and just throughout my life I think like if I had experienced life my entire life up till now the way that I had when I was five I think that I would have a very different story to say to tell but just because there's just been so much more conversation as the years have gone by yeah um I've just I yeah I feel quite blessed because I do feel quite accepted um there are times when I remember that I don't look like everyone else but most of the time yeah I'm able to just accept that I'm Australian and I'm Indian as well and yeah um I think that experience has also like proved my thoughts wrong so maybe a disadvantage that I would say is just the the way that my parents would talk about it you know like um what their experience of like their experience coming to Australia was like is very different to mine I think they would have a lot more to say people have been blatantly racist to them people have not given them jobs because um they looked a certain way or something like that and this is just their experience I'm not sure if it's true but like their experience is true is true yeah but like the person anyway so I guess you can what I'm understanding is like you can never actually say whether they didn't get that job because yeah. they're Indian or not but yeah but, but that's experience. the feeling and yeah and if they have a feeling that's so deep that it would connect all of these disadvantages to the way that they look there's got to be yeah like you know there's obviously yeah. part of it that is and true. even if that's not the way that it was intended it still did damage so it's yeah. still important yeah definitely so I think more than anything I think it's like um the way that I felt about my skin color about my culture um you know when people say like oh you smell like curry 
it's like growing up even if that's not what is reflected in my life now that still carries like a inherent thought process of like oh people aren't gonna like being around you because of this or you might not get a job because people might feel like you can't relate to these people or mm. you can't do this well or um yeah so so yeah <laughs> oh I'm really sorry oh that's okay thanks for sharing about that okay. um can you tell me what are some things you love about being Indian um I love the food <laughs> what food um like my mum's we might have we might have some um south indians listening that are yeah (laughs) (laughs) um my mum makes really good masala dosa it's always just so flavorful um she makes like she just whips things up Mm. so quick and i just don't know how she does it she's always ready for a feast hey absolutely and she it's just packed with flavor so i think i yeah i just love that Indian food is just so rich and packed with so much flavor that sometimes like I just I miss it so much I miss that it just explodes in your mouth um that's one thing that I love another thing is um the the like connection I have with my family um just yeah just that cultural like understanding that this is different to every other relationship and yeah that's what I love awesome so to finish Mm -hmm. what is something you wish people knew about like people that are growing up in a country that's not their ethnicity does that make sense um yeah it does I think that I would say I guess it depends on what country it is and how people accept you and how people feel accepted but what I would say is that there is so much beauty to every single culture and I think that um opening yourself up to understanding other people's way of life is one of the best things I think like being from somewhere that isn't the way the place that I was born um I've just been able to have such a layered experience of life and um yeah you grow in your ability to empathize with people and um, to be able to kind of break down the cultural barriers and things that previous generations haven't been able to. I think there's a lot of people, my parents included, that, that um, have made assumptions about what Australians are like and how people will treat them and um, about what Australians value and the positives and negatives I think they've made lots of assumptions and I know that that's not you know that's just across cultures that if you just really kind of try to get to know um, 
individuals and just see them for people who have different experiences I just think that it just enriches 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 your just the whole yeah experience of life I I heard a quote once that was um it's hard to hate people up close yeah yeah which I think yeah what you've just said is when we actually take the time to get to know people we realize Mm. that we can make generalizations and assumptions really quickly that might not actually be accurate or true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. You're Um, welcome. Thanks for asking. I just think this is a really important message to share and, um, it's not like our podcast gets thousands of views, but I think like at housemate chats, yes, (laughs) we really value like, talking about stuff like this and just opening up the conversation a little bit more Mm. so i just want to thank you for your vulnerability and um for your realness there do you have anything else you want to add um i love that this is something that we're doing and that there's all sorts of people from all sorts of backgrounds that um in every area of life have the opportunity to yeah come together yeah totally and yeah. I think like as well <laughs> me keep, yes I keep saying the ending but yeah um I can just say that like the I guess proximity of us living together yeah um I got to experience Indian culture yeah and I still get to, obviously. Mm. <clears throat> and but I think that's close. that's really special because, like, I wouldn't have really got that opportunity otherwise. Yeah. And um, I've gotten to just, like, learn more about it. And I think it's, like, I can't speak for you, but it it's part of who you are. Yeah, you know? definitely. It and is. I think, like, if we are in close relationship with people and we ignore the fact that they're a different culture to us yeah I think that's quite disrespectful and I think it's just really important to validate um people's background and who they are really like Mm -hmm. it's a big part of you it would be as if you would just be ignoring like who I am as a person exactly yeah it's not it doesn't foster connection absolutely not so thank you for sharing that um guys thanks for tuning in for our 10th episode yeah my voice is croaky because i've just been listening this whole time um thanks for tuning in and um do you want to give them a little sneak peek on what we're talking about in episode 11 yes so episode 11 is gonna be i would say valentine's day yeah it's gonna be on valentine's day so on valentine's day you guys get to tune in for an episode and that episode is going to be about drum roll please (laughs) it's gonna be about self-reflection how to reflect um We'll have some tips and tricks for you guys on journaling and how to reflect and that sort of thing, which is kind of perfect on Valentine's Day since it's a bit of self-love and yes. self-care. And other love if, if that fits you in your life. Yeah, true. Yes. Cool. Well, we'll see you that time. See you later. Bye.